0: Hello, studio audience, Studio 2501. Thank you for being with us again today. Um, I'm Jolyn Bright, your host, um, Studio 2501, Conversations About Mental Health and Wellness podcast. And like I said, thanks for coming back. Today we have a special guest, Miss Elizabeth Owens. She is an artist in our community here in Wichita, Kansas. And we're going to talk to her about mental health and art or art and mental health (laughs) and so without any further delay we just want to say thank you elizabeth for being with us today thank you for saying yes (laughs) to to this opportunity so just thanks for being in the house
1: today thank you for having me
0: yes 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 now i have to preface all of this um elizabeth probably has already spent maybe 30 minutes with me if not longer uh, and going through HopeNet and talking but Um, I was just telling her how God just would not let me let her go uh, in trying to reach out to her. But I received a special gift from Cowley County Community College. And um, as a speaking um, memento, I went and shared with them. And I had no idea what was in the big orange bag that I got. And when I start pulling out gifts, one of them was... Um, actually some art done by Elizabeth Owens. And it had monarch butterflies on it. And I just got the chills all up and down, along with the the Wichita flag. And I said, they don't know what I think about butterflies. (laughs) And um, I just said, I have to have her in the house on the podcast. And so what better way than for her to talk about um, mental health by doing talking about what she does best, which really spoke to me. So Elizabeth, I've already told you that whole thing, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and I just I I don't know. I'm just so amazed at um, what God did to bring us together. And so I want our audience to know who you are. Like who in the world is Elizabeth <laughs> Owens? Elizabeth with an S, though. That's okay, right. <laughs> tell tell us a little bit about you. Like where did you
1: grow up? I okay. mean. Yeah. Um, I was born and raised in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dad was a youth pastor for a good portion of my childhood. You're a PK? I'm a PK. <laughs> <laughs> um, up through junior high. I think he, he got out around junior high. <laughs> okay. I apparently pushed him off the edge. Um, and I was homeschooled, raised mm-hmm. by some loving parents, and have an older brother and sister. So, yeah. Okay. That's me in a nutshell as a child. <laughs> I have always loved art. Always? Always. At a young age. I, I mean, but what did, what I wanted how to did be. you know
0: but how I mean, how did you like like how did you know that I love it? Like were you did it start out with crayons? Did it start with oh, pencils yeah. oh, markers yeah.
1: on your mom's wall or what? <laughs> Probably a bit of that. I think I remember drawing on a dresser <laughs> as a young child. Um, okay. We always remember the bad things we do. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah just a young age that's what I love to do I love to draw and make art and I had um, there are a slew of artists in my family um, an uncle that's an amazing artist and a grandmother that was very artistically talented like on the, which side of the family moms? my mom's side, side yeah my okay. mom's side I think most of them are so um, oh. we have photographer on that side of the family and there's there's just a handful Mm -hmm. of artists working artists so
0: and now you're one you're one of them like you're adding (laughs) on you know what I'm saying like to know that you loved art from a very young age Mm -hmm. how did it how did it develop over time I mean what what did you what do you remember Mm -hmm. about I did this and then I did this Mm -hmm. and
1: I mean, there are there are times that I can, I don't remember a lot from my childhood, but there are things that I can remember. I can remember my mom maybe even drawing a picture of me. I think it was of me at a young mm-hmm, age mm-hmm. and thinking she was so talented. And um, I can remember telling her a little bit older from there that I, that I wanted to be like my uncle, who was a graphic designer, wow. he's a graphic designer here in Wichita, um, Bill Gardner, okay. and um, that I wanted to be like him. And she could see that I had that gifting mm-hmm. at a young age and put me in art classes. So. Now,
0: isn't that cool that my mom was able to recognize? And, and how many moms are listening to us right now that saying, I see certain things in mm-hmm. each child that I have, but your mom then said, I'm gonna like help her expand this yeah. gift. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's our job. Where, but, but, <laughs> but were you like, um, what was that like? Did you feel forced, like I'm forced to take oh, piano no. lessons? or I'm Oh, like... no. I
1: mean, they forced me to take piano lessons, <laughs> and I was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, the taking art was never forced. I can't ever remember. I can remember missing classes and not wanting to miss them. So Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I mentioned briefly earlier that I, I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And I was homeschooled from kindergarten. To, to 12th grade? Yeah. Graduation. So, yeah. Um, I went to Wichita State after after I graduated. But part of the lovely flexibility of being homeschooled is being able to hone in on what your children are good at. I mean, okay. you give them, you know, a good education elsewhere, too. But mm-hmm. for me, that was art. And my mom was able to enroll me in art classes, Uh, at City Arts Oh wow with adults Okay um, which was looking back on it invaluable because I was able to watch these artists Mm -hmm. that were mature in their works and and learn from them just watching them and being surrounded by by them and just even being able to be around older people that weren't my own age um, and being able to talk to them later on in life you know I could see those skills are being developed then weren't even necessarily art skills but just um. Yeah, it was it was a blessing. So thank God for mom.
0: So hopefully she's, <laughs> she's listening to this. Like, thank you, mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. Okay. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> so then, what what you said you went to WSU? Mm-hmm. So did you study art there? Or
1: um, when I went to Wichita State, I was going for a fine arts degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I painted throughout high school. Um, watercolor mostly, Mm -hmm. and just thought that's what I wanted to do with my life, and um, I think before I even started at Wichita State, my uncle Bill hired me to work with his office, which is graphic design, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I went to intern there, and slowly (laughs) decided to change towards graphic design.
0: Are you serious? Yeah.
1: So... I went towards graphic design and ended up working for him. Oh gosh, I think it was about ten years. Mm-hmm. I had a little break in there. For That's about a long year. time. But yeah, it was a long time. Maybe it was longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I worked for him and worked my way into a full time position there. And and then when I had my son, mm-hmm. my first baby, I decided that I wanted to work from home and go freelance. Mm-hmm. So. So
0: I did that. <laughs> I'm just, I was just listening to your story about I was painting even in high school and through high school, mm-hmm. and then I know I'm going to go to college, but what did you really think that you were going to be when you grew up? Like, here I am taking classes mm-hmm. at WSU. Like,
1: what am I going to do with this? Mm-hmm. What, what did Elizabeth think she was going to do? Well, when I went to Wichita State, I thought it was going to be... A full-time fine artist mm-hmm. um, painting and I think there's a lot of fear for artists and will I be able to support myself being a fine artist
0: okay
1: um, and a lot of fear that's you know spoken over us mm-hmm. um, what do you mean by that people that for lack of better words, <laughs> <laughs> poo-poo it. Just, you know, you're not going to be able to support yourself. Oh, oh you're going to be an you're art- not, Oh, you're going to be You're going to be a starving artist. Yeah, okay. Um, which, there are a lot of starving lot artists. artists. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, maybe not a legitimate fear, but something that is definitely spoken over people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to keep interrupting you, no, but I'm, I'm stuck on that, mm-hmm. about fear being spoken over people. Because I, you know, we're talking about mental health and mental wellness sure. and then this, this connection with art. Sure. But even you trying to make decisions about what am I going to be when I grow mm-hmm. up and what just, my heart's desire mm-hmm. is that someone is speaking something into you mm-hmm. that may derail
1: even what sure. you thought was possible. Sure. And I mean, I think that happens with lots of young kids. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to make it financially mm-hmm. if you make that decision. As if they can see the future
0: uh-huh.
1: and they know can. what God has for you <laughs> yeah, and how God could use it. Um, so naturally, I went towards graphic design because I was already at a graphic design firm. Right, doing your internship, being with family. I don't know that I would have gone that direction had I not been there uh, at Gardner Design. But I'm glad I did. Looking back on it, I'm glad I did um, because I feel like it gave me some skills that I've been able to use Mm -hmm. um, computer-wise, just design-wise, maybe um, concept-wise. My process of how I work um, was definitely developed there. And um, I would say it's come back around. I don't Mm -hmm. do as much design work now as I do fine art. Mm -hmm. So...
0: How how did I end up with this piece? I mean, what, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't I don't know you. I feel like I do know you now that we're bonded for life. But the thing is is like from that time of doing graphic design, first baby coming mm-hmm. and then saying I think I'm going to do something else. How did how did I get here that I'm receiving this and I'm admiring this work? <laughs>
1: Am I gonna be able to not cry before this <laughs> podcast? Um, so so that's why there's tissue. You guys, I got tissue for right her. Got, next I'm taking care of her. Um let's see, I think I started doing Witch Shaw flags. I mean, it was just I needed to be painting. I had had my second baby. I I think I was in my lowest point in my life uh, mentally. After, you know, uh, having my second child, <laughs> she's lovely. Um, but just, I think, postpartum is okay. a thing. And it's real. It's not talked about enough. Um, I think that women don't know they have it a lot of times after they've had a baby. Um, and you feel something, something wrong with you. <laughs> and... And you can't tell? I mean, did you feel like you could tell somebody? I think something's not quite right. Um, no, I don't think. I mean, there were other things going on in our lives, too, that, that played and, I think, in, you know, made things harder. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't been touching art like I needed to be. Okay. And I got out my paints and the Wichita flag had made its resurgence, and I wanted to do something with it, but I wasn't sure what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I sat down, and I painted this small Wichita flag painting. Okay. You know, it had the standard colors. This was the first one I did. It was red and blue, and I think had some sunflowers and some other wichita okay, you know, kansas yeah. And Kansas, yeah. And um, we were in between houses at the time. We'd sold our house, and we were um, looking for our second house. We were living with my parents. Mm -hmm. So I came home to their house with a new baby, too. Um, (laughs) And they have lovely neighbors next Mm -hmm. door. Um, And her name is Nicole Strain. And she uh, encouraged me. She saw what I was working on and was encouraging me to continue with the art and um, that it was good for me. And I knew it was good for me, but Mm -hmm. just making yourself do it sometimes hard. And she thought it was lovely, and she was saying, you know, people need this. People need to see this. And um, I sent it to Valerie Reimers, who owns Lucinda's downtown. Um, I've done work for them in the past, and we're friends. And uh, she also thought it needed to be given out to the Wichita community (laughs) somehow. Um, So the two of them really encouraged me to make prints. Mm-hmm. and start selling them um, and so that's kind of where the Wichita flags began for me yeah. and it's turned into a thing I think I'm on I think I've done 10 Wichita flags that are in print okay. um, that you can find on t-shirts or prints or you know mm-hmm. I've got license tags you know, <laughs> license yeah. plates for people and t-shirts and um, yeah so that's kind of where the Wichita flag started for me so it's
0: interesting. I'm sitting here, and we didn't talk about this outside of the no. room. No, <laughs> and it's interesting how I get to sit here today and admire something so beautiful with monarch butterflies and the Wichita flag, and that teal color. It really grabs me because I it's in the blue family, right? <laughs> and blue is my favorite color. And I had no clue holding this, Elizabeth, just holding this, that there's a story that led to this gifting, Mm -hmm. that you would never know that I would be holding this, you know? Yeah,
1: Yeah, and you're jogging my memory. I hadn't thought about where I was when I'd started the switched-off flag process. I mean, Mm -hmm. started creating these. So.
0: So how did getting back into art, having the Nicoles of the world mm-hmm. say to you, this is beautiful, this has got to be out there, keep doing this. Mm-hmm. How how did that help you with your mental health?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know now mm-hmm. that when I'm going through a hard time, mm-hmm. it is unnatural but natural <laughs> For me to recluse and not create, okay. even though I know that's good for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that God feeds me through that. You're going to make me cry now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I know that it's good for me.
0: Isn't that funny that sometimes we do that? It's not just Elizabeth that if something's hard that I want to be alone, I want to kind of <laughs> hunker down, mm-hmm. but I know what's good for me mm-hmm. and I won't do
1: it. Yeah. It's, I don't know what kind of hold that is or why, why that happens. But even, yeah. you know.
0: So what was the awakening? Because at, at some point in time you had to awaken that morning says I need to paint today.
1: Oh boy. I don't know if I can remember exactly what it was. just, you get to the point where you this is this is for me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mentally I need to be creating okay I need to get my hand in some paint mm-hmm. and whether it turns into anything or not, it's life-giving yes for me to do that. I mean I had a moment in January where I was like I need to sit down and just I had a piece. That I was supposed to be doing for somebody, mm-hmm. um, a commission piece, and I was having trouble making myself do it. There had been a lot that had happened over the past month and I was just having trouble getting into it. And I sat down and I did it and I was like, Yes.
0: <laughs> what why so long? Yeah.
1: Like, why is there such a, a struggle? And I know that's something, you know, there's with writers, there's writers' block. And yes. painters, there's painter's block. It's a it's a thing, you know. Um but, yeah. So I don't know if there was any one aha moment. You know, mm-hmm. I think as a mother, it's hard not to, okay, as a mother <laughs> and as a, a worker, because I, I am a self-employed. Yes. Um, it's hard to juggle all the things. And it's hard to make yourself go, oh, I don't have a sink full of dishes <laughs> And, you know, a house that needs to be vacuumed. It's hard to look past those things sometimes to be able to make yourself do something that feels selfish. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Sometimes it feels selfish for me to sit down and Paid. do art, <laughs> yeah. even though it's not. You know? Right. It's not selfish. <laughs> if anything, it's um, it's good good for me to take care of other people mm-hmm. once I've given, you know, that, whatever, done that for myself. It's good to... Be mentally right for other people. So,
0: yeah. you know that's interesting because uh, um, my husband thinks I'm funny. That I I used to sew like almost all my clothes. Is that crazy? Nice. I was, was going to be a home ec teacher, yeah. but they told me I had to teach cooking too, and I only <laughs> wanted to teach sewing. But the thing is, I had this thing that you kind of mentioned that I couldn't walk past dishes. I, the dishes would have to be done. The house would have to be clean. Everything would have to be in mm. order. For me to go do that thing Mm -hmm. that I could do all night long. Now, Elizabeth, now listen to me. Okay. I would sew all night so that I could wear it the next morning. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So when you just said that thing about passing by some things that probably need to be done Mm -hmm. to do something selfish, maybe that's what it was for me. That I would think if I just sit down and sew and I know how long I can sit at a sewing machine, (laughs) that... It would feel selfish, and I was ignoring other yeah, important things, I guess. Important, yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like what's really important? Yeah, yeah.
1: they'll always be there. I think that's the juggling act of mm-hmm. these things that need to be done, and they're they're important, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I strict seeing that. That's, they're, they're always going to be there, though, and sometimes I think we just need to... Put the importance, what is most important in know? this moment. Yeah, what is most important. And put that aside. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just us. <laughs> yeah, that's just
0: interesting. And I hope that the people who are listening to us right now, that, that even some freedom comes from what you shared about you knew that you had to. And I wish people could see your hands because whenever you said, I had to create. She's either pressing her hands down or her hands are open, but I had to create. <laughs> And um, it was life giving for you. So I hope that people are hearing that. Tell me, um, can you speak a little bit to um, the people who maybe look at art and they can't do it like me? I, you don't want me painting, <laughs> but what are you? What are you hoping that this would bring to someone? Like if they, when they see this piece. What are you hoping for for them, especially around mental
1: health? Joy. Ooh. Um, I, I have a mural over on College Hill Deli mm-hmm. that I did a few years ago before the pandemic. And it's the Wichita Center. Yeah. With the center being the O, and then it says J-O-Y. Is and that
0: you, Ms. Elizabeth? That's <laughs> me.
1: I, yes. I eat there. I love that <laughs> restaurant, too. Ollie's great. Yeah. Um, yeah I just I want people to find joy in in my art I want it to make them happy um, I want it to give them peace when they look mm-hmm. at it um, there's you know something about surrounding yourself with beautiful things and mm-hmm. uh, where was I it was somewhere the other day walking through a store and I could hear this little girl mm-hmm. saying I want that piece of art, Mommy. And she wasn't a young girl, you know. She looked uh-huh. like she probably had a job of her own. Um, and the mom said, why? Uh-huh. Why do you want that? You don't need that. You know, And you know, probably don't need it. Uh-huh. But it's something that she thought was beautiful. Right. And there's a lot of chaos in our world. And it's nice to have... You, you, you think so? Beautiful things to look at and... You know, uh, surround yourself with beautiful people and beautiful things, right? So,
0: you know what? <laughs> Usually, my guests sit here and they say something profound, and that's a bumper sticker: <laughs> surround yourself with beautiful people <laughs> and beautiful things. Are you with me? Yeah, sure. No, so but I do I have to, to tell you, that. <laughs> that you're going to have to pay me if it takes off. Okay? Yeah, you're right, gonna, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at now? Where are you at with
1: your art, your mental health,
0: Oh all boy. of that?
1: <laughs> It's time to open the personal questions up. <laughs> um, well, I, I kind of think I shared with you a little bit earlier that it's been a hard year. Mm-hmm. Um, the past few years, I felt like weren't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, you know, I felt like they weren't, there's been crazy going on around us, mm-hmm. but just not. I didn't feel personally affected to an extreme. Does it make sense. Okay. Sure. Everybody's been going through things, but overall I didn't feel greatly affected mentally. Um, this year has been hard. There's just been some bumps. I think I, I shared with you on Christmas day, our house was broken into and, um, that's just sad. There's been a lot to take care of with that, that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't think about and just being invaded. Um,
0: That messes with your mind and your heart. it does.
1: You know, the kids were in bed with us for a few nights after Mm -hmm. that, and the cats were skittish, and um, we knew they were just things, and replaceable. Some of them Mm -hmm. weren't replaceable, but they weren't eternal. Mm -hmm. But
0: Uh, Miss Elizabeth, I was really glad when you told that story that you guys weren't there, mm and that you guys were not
1: hurt. yeah yeah absolutely and they didn't you know they ripped the TV out of the wall but they didn't ransack the place to where you know it wasn't totally destructive Mm um so yeah yeah God was good and we were not home yeah and and we were protected in that way Mm -hmm. and um you know I've been praying that I've been praying for the people that broke into our house honestly that that um God will get a hold of them, and um, so there's there's been some hard things this year, um, but, you know, there's there's art in my life right now, there's there's good things too, mm-hmm. my children are fun. Yeah. <laughs> How old are the kids? The kids are 11, 8, and 6. Wow. So, yeah, and we homeschool too, so. Um, You're
0: keeping that going. Yeah.
1: Well, we, we've always, I've always homeschooled them, mm-hmm. so, yeah. I have to tell people that now. <laughs> <laughs> Homeschooling wasn't a thing until three years ago um, for a lot of people, but, um, so, yeah, I, this is always a good reminder, you know, to mm-hmm. continue to get my paintbrushes out because it's been another month, you know, it's easy yeah. how quickly the time can slide by, um, I'm, I'm, I make myself enroll in classes on occasion so that mm-hmm. I can actually get away and create art and have it on the calendar. You know mm-hmm. right? And I'm starting a pottery class tonight. I throw pottery. Oh wow! Um, so that I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and I'm holding
0: you on a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah, there's just gotta press on and remember what brings you joy, mm-hmm. and what is life-giving for you. And, I mean, I constantly have to remind myself to take care of myself in that way because, because as mothers, it's easy to mm-hmm. to put everybody else first and not yourself, <laughs> and not feed yourself so that you can feed others.
0: Oh.
1: And, and even... <laughs> People listening right now,
0: I, the things that you're, remember what gives you joy, what's life-giving, and this last one that you just dropped, that feed yourself so that you can feed others. And today, like, I could not wait. You see, I haven't put this away. I mean, I'm like, I'm, it, it, it was on my shelf. I'm like, mm-hmm. holding. i got going to get a frame for this thing, okay? <laughs> and um, to have you here, but I, I this brings me joy. And you had no idea that I had gotten this and Mm. that I get to look at it. It's one of the first things I see every day when I come into my office here at Hope Man. I spend a lot of time here. Mm. And so I thank God that um, you have some of those mottos (laughs) going on for you (laughs) and um, that you've encouraged us to surround ourselves with beautiful things and beautiful people. And I'm so glad I got to meet you today.
1: Thank you. You're one of those beautiful (laughs) people.
0: We know, like, we have our own secret going on here, you guys, in the house. But Elizabeth Mm -hmm. and I are bound by things a whole lot bigger, like some beautiful people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we had no clue when we came together, but that's just how good our God is. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you shared from your heart today. And I just really appreciate you so, so much. Keep doing art. He, somebody else bought a print. I know somebody <laughs> else has a print and now when they see your name signed to it, they're going to listen to this podcast and say, "I wonder was my print birthed out of a hard time." Mm-hmm. So keep painting. Thank you. Keep doing art. I will. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And to our guests, um This was one that really touched me. And so um, thanks for sharing this time with us. And this is JoLynn JLB signing out in the house. Bless you. See you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to Studio 2501, conversations about mental health and wellness. Studio 2501 is hosted by JoLynn Bright. Lynn is HopeNet's Director of Community Impact, a published author, and has been a licensed clinical therapist for over 20 years. This podcast is owned and operated by HopeNet in Wichita, Kansas. HopeNet is a faith-based nonprofit providing a wide range of mental health and wellness services, including counseling, life coaching, and trainings. For more information on us and how you can help, visit HopeNetWichita.org and follow us on social media at HopeNet Wichita. Thank you.